Welcome to EY's podcast series on zero-based budgeting. Today we're going to discuss ZBB, a strategy management solution that helps companies simplify and more effectively manage their business. I'm today's host, Jessica Weaver, from EY's ZBB practice. I'm joined today by Bethany Wolf, the ZBB program lead at Cal Corporation in Cincinnati. Hi, Beth. Hi, how are you? Cow is the consumer products leader behind several popular personal and hair care brands, including Jergens, Biore, Molten Brown, John Frieda, and Aribe. My colleagues Abhijit Aldawalia, EY's ZBB practice lead, and Aaron Chang, our ZBB digital tools lead, are also with me. Thank you, Jessica, for having me, and Beth, thanks a lot for the time today. Thanks, Jess. Really looking forward to discussing some of the work that we did here at Cow. So Beth, it's been a year since we first began our ZBB journey together. It's great to see where Cow stands now and also to get your insights as I'm sure they're going to resonate with others considering ZBB. With that, let's get started with our conversation today. So first Beth, can you just start by sharing a little bit about your background? What kind of roles did you have before you became ZBB program leader? I've been with Cal a little over 10 years now and have moved through uh, several roles within the finance organization and the commercial side of the business. I started off as the finance lead in the U.S. Jurgens business, which is one of our widely sold lotion brands, and then moved into more of a global role for our mass sector business. I've always worked with the business cross-functionally and had significant roles in the overall budgeting process, which has helped me significantly implementing ZBB. It also just kind of helps that I had a long tenure with the organization and built many relationships. You highlighted key characteristics that made you an effective ZBB lead. First, you had a strong understanding of the strategy and the business. Second, you had really great relationships across the organization. And third, you had robust operational knowledge of the company. I'm just curious, you have a lot more on your plate now these days. With this added responsibility of ZBB, How are you balancing your other responsibilities? Or is ZBB your full-time job now? ZBB is just part of my regular day job. My current role now is to really oversee large projects within the finance organization. So that can include anything from integrating acquisitions, system upgrades and changes, or large-scale projects like RPA. Hey, Beth, so that puts you in a pretty envious position because you are seeing different types of projects and more importantly, special projects that are going into an organization. And as we work across our clients, we're seeing that no two ZBB programs are the same. They have different characteristics, different starting point, and so on. From your vantage point, what are some of the factors that led Cow to take on ZBB? So much is changing within the business, whether it be like our customers or our various business models, that we just really needed to step back and think about How does our spend tie to our strategy? Are we consistent with how we focus and spend our money? And then truly just making thoughtful decisions on spend based off of a clear criteria and cost justification. That makes sense in terms of what led you to start CBB. Now, I think one of the challenges I see with our clients is how do they even get started? Um, CBBs can be a massive undertaking. So for Cow, how did you decide on the scope and timing of the program, especially for year one? Yeah, it's definitely a big change. So we decided to focus the pilot just on a limited number of spend categories, which was really just the fixed expenses. Um, the thing about the fixed expenses, though, is that it touched every department. So we still got pretty good traction within the overall organization to get a visibility to this. 
We also use kind of an online budgeting tool as well versus using Excel. Our pilot geographically was really located in the North American region, and that was key just because we had a single regional team organization and it just made alignment so much easier. From a timing perspective, though, we decided to pilot a few months prior to our regular budgeting cycle so that people weren't kind of rushed through this new process. Then during the regular budgeting cycle, people just kind of made updates rather than starting from scratch. Yeah, so as we were party to this whole experience uh, through the last year, I think there was something unique about the way you went about introducing CBB to your organization. Could you share with the audience a bit about how you mobilized your organization for such a large-scale undertaking? And how did you actually get them excited? Because as you know, CBB has just a very negative connotation. And how did you get people motivated to take on CBB? It was really about getting executive alignment, and that was really key. This wasn't something that, you know, finance was trying to push out, but it was really something the entire executive team took very seriously. So also really trying to explain why we were doing this and the benefits that each of the end users would receive, their functional kind of departments, and then just cow as a whole. We also spent, we were constantly reiterating that this was about linking spend to the strategy and understanding the cost justification and not a cost reduction. So we didn't we purposely did not set targets because we wanted to send the message that this was about linking strategy or linking spend to strategy and justifying those costs. Once people felt more comfortable that it wasn't just kind of a cost-cutting exercise, then we were able to get more buy-in and we were able to focus on the end user experience with the tool and change management and Again, we just constantly asked for feedback along the way so that people felt they had some ownership in the process. You're spot on, Beth. The executive alignment you had and that you drove in the beginning of the project really made the budgeting process go more smoothly. Can you share more about how budgeting with CBB was different than what you'd done in the past? Yeah, so it was quite different. We had never really linked the budgets to the strategy before. And then we just also got so much more information from the budgeting process, including just expense details and cost justification. We moved from kind of like an Excel-based budgeting process to a more cloud-based digital tool. And then we also kind of decentralized the budgeting where finance used to drive the entire budgeting process. Now it's much more in the hands of the business. This strategy and spend link was very cool to see, to gain insights on how much you were spending to support each part of your strategy. Now, Beth, you mentioned that you switched from Excel to the cloud-based tool. So can you give our listeners just like a quick overview of what the tool is and how it works? Yeah, so the ZBB tool is online. It's tailored for each user, uh, whether that be the budget preparer, the owner, finance. Essentially, they receive a personalized dashboard that walks them through the ZBB process of budgeting. The first step is they really have to do is link the spend to the strategy and provide that cost justification. The tool also allows them to have a budget summary and create different reports and have an easy tracking of all of the reviews and approvals. I think it's safe to say, you know, that the the tool actually is a lot more robust than what you had previously been using for your budgeting. So, you know, with that robustness comes, you know, a new level of information. So can you kind of cover what information are you capturing and how are you using that 
to manage your day-to-day business operations. Yeah, one of the most interesting things was the fact that we were able to easily compare like-for-like spend across functions and sectors. So, for example, several years ago, we merged some of our sectors together, and they each kind of have their own culture and their way of doing things and what they considered kind of like appropriate spend for things like off-sites or conferences. And with the tool, we were able to easily compare the sectors with the same type of spend. Now, there may be appropriate reasons for the various types of spend, but the tool gave us that knowledge and helped us have that conversation and ask why. Those are all great examples, Beth. And we've definitely seen across our clients the need for this comparison of data and this cross-functional ability to look at apples to apples. So what types of questions can you answer for your management now, given that there's this additional level of detail and additional reporting and analytics? Quite a bit. We're able to look at the total spend of each strategy across functions, able to look at the total cost to deliver our strategies, and that includes both like a people resource cost and non-people cost. Top drivers of spend, spend by cost category. We also had included some benchmarks so that we could kind of compare our spend with similar organizations. And I think it was different in that we didn't really build in targets this time and we were able to customize the tool for Cal. Yeah, I think one of the things that uh, we learned as Beth, we went through this process was the complete elimination of the consolidation aspect of budgeting. Just because of this cloud-based solution, the speed from the time the budgets were created to the time that the, the reports and the analysis is available was lightning fast. Right, it was um, all real time, it so was, it was perfect. It was real time. I think the other cool part, and this is just part of the speed, was the, the approval process. Just the cloud-based solution allowed you to expedite that, and it just helped the organization take on ZBB with the least amount of challenges, if, if you may. Yeah, and not just the approvals, but also comments and feedback were, were all kind of stored within the tool as well. So again, being able to communicate um, a variety of um, comments and feedback to the, from the budget owners to the budget preparers was definitely key. I think that's a, that's a great point. So tell me this, uh, I mean, you guys have done so much in year one, and uh, how would you rate your performance? What did, what does your year one report card look like? And uh, did you achieve all the, all that you had set out for yourself? Yeah, I mean, we really had four main objectives. One was really to link the spend to the strategy. Um, two was about gaining cost visibility. Three was to decentralize the budgeting and move it kind of away from finance to the business. Um, and then lastly, we just wanted to enable a cloud-based ZBB tool. So I think we hit the mark on most of those aspects. I mean, our Our executive team talks about ZBB quite a bit, and they've achieved greater alignment on the strategy because of ZBB. And we just have a ton more insights on to how we spend and how that spend is tied to strategy. And the majority of the business now is involved in the budgeting process, which is very exciting. That's great to hear, Beth. I'm glad you've gotten the results you wanted. Um, Taking a step back, I want to leave our listeners with the lessons you've learned. In retrospect, what could you have done differently in this first year to make the program even more effective? We really tried to communicate as much as possible, but I don't really think that you can over-communicate with a change like this. So I would 
do that over and over again, probably even more than we did so. Also, I think that we could have started our strategy alignment with our executive team a little bit earlier in the process. But again, with this type of change, communication is really key. I once heard that it you have to hear a message seven times before you really start paying attention to it. So I certainly think over communication is key. I also think the nice thing about doing the strategy alignment the way you did it is ZBB actually helped drive that strategy alignment with your executive team. So what's next, Beth? What's in store for year two? For the 2020 budget, we're planning on expanding to additional markets and have more cost categories. I mean, eventually we'd like to have the entire P&L in the tool. Um, but this year, we're also launching monthly reporting, actuals versus the ZBB budget, and also enable the kind of the business users to update their forecasts throughout the year. Basically, all of this is really meant to make a seamless tool for the end users so that ZBB can be fully operationalized across the business. Wow, that's a lot. You did a lot in year one. You have a lot in plan for year two. How do you plan to balance ZBB with uh, all the other transformational actions that are going on in the organization, which we know are a lot? Yeah, I mean, we just had a couple of acquisitions this year, and so we just integrated them with our business and into our systems naturally, and they just kind of build and flow into ZBB and the entire budgeting process. As far as like the transformation programs and things like that, that's what ZBB does. It captures and kind of facilitates those programs and will let you know um, from a company perspective how much you're spending um, from a funding or a resource perspective. Thanks, Beth. It sounds like you have a number of exciting things ahead at Cal. Thanks for joining us today on this podcast. It was great to hear how ZBB has helped drive your strategy. And I think if I can summarize with a few key takeaways, number one, CBB helped your strategy and spend the line better. Number two, you couldn't have done it without the change management and executive support and just really engaging the organization in this process. And number three, you've really simplified your budgeting and just freed up time to reinvest in focusing on your strategy and driving the business forward. Yes, absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to ZBB in the future and how it can continue to help Cal grow. So thank you for having me, Jessica. Thank you to the rest of the team as well. I really appreciate it. Thanks to everyone who joined today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about ZBB, please reach out to EY. Thanks again.